Hi everybody and welcome back to Amazing Rewatch. Today we are talking about season two, episode eight. And this episode aired on April 24th, 2002. And as you can see, if you're going to watch this episode along with us, it's kind of a long one. Yeah, it's a like a double episode, two yeah. legs in one. And like 90 minutes. So this might be also a longer podcast episode, but that's great because this is actually a good episode. I really liked it. Yeah, it was it was good. It took me a long time to finish it because I have to like stop and take notes and then restart it and like rewind. And it, so it took me like three hours to watch it, which is like two and a half hours. Yeah, and I did it kind of in two different sections. So it was almost like two episodes. So hopefully I remember enough from the first half that I watched (laughs) (laughs) to recap it for you guys. But when we left off last episode, we were in Hong Kong. And so that's where we're leaving this episode. The first team to depart was Gary and Dave. And they depart at 411. Because if you remember last episode, they used their fast forward Mm -hmm. to get there first. And they find the, not find, they're given the route info <laughs> at this point. It says, find the statue of Tien Hao in Repulse Bay. Tien Hao is the goddess of the sea. And they have to go by bus to this Repulse Bay. And Gary is complaining because they're like, I feel like we wasted our fast forward because we can't. Mm-hmm. Like the buses don't start running until six and the task doesn't open until eight. So they're like, everybody's going to catch up with us. Yeah. Which is true. I would also be very frustrated. But I feel like that usually happens most fast forwards. Yeah. I mean, there's usually a, an equalizer every, mm-hmm. if not every leg, every other leg. And this wasn't so much of an equalizer. If I mean, it's only a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. They're leaving at 4.11. And the buses start running at 8. It takes some time to get there. And the thing opens at 8. Wait, the buses run at 6 and the thing opens at yeah. 8. Yeah, yes. 45. So, yeah, it would be frustrating, though, if I was in the situation. But anything that Gary says, it just drives me nuts. So it it annoys me that he says that. (laughs) If anybody else said it, it wouldn't have been so bad. (laughs) No, if Tara or Will said it, it would be annoying. If Gary or Dave said it, it would be annoying. (laughs) If Danny and Oswald said it, I would be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like they're the only team that I really even like at this point. For real. I yes I agree Chris and Alex are not bothering me that much no and they're doing a really good race and the whole thing with Tara is kind of annoying but it's quieted down a little bit but yeah of all of them the other one why can't and Paige like oh yeah (laughs) they are kind of forgettable but they are also running a pretty solid race yeah anyways yeah okay anyway (laughs) the second team to leave is Chris and Alex at 543 and Tara and Will leave right after them at 5.50. And they, Tara and Will talk about doing the fast forward. So we get the information about what that fast forward is. And it's to go to the Polin Monastery, climb up 268 steps to the largest Buddha in Hong Kong, and get a clue. But then they decide not to do it. Yeah. But Will is very upset at Tara because apparently she showed her poker hand and told... Chris and Alex about the fast forward and so now they're for sure gonna do it and we just we can't do it now because you told them about it and he's so mad at her and just like it's dumb because everybody knows about the fast forward everybody's given the opportunity unless you've already used your fast forward everybody's given the opportunity so it's not like Chris and Alex didn't know about it until Tara said something 
So, like, Will and Tara were, like, sounded like they were considering doing it. Yeah, well, because, okay, so my notes here say that Gary and Dave got on the first bus, and Will and Tara just just missed it. Mm -hmm. So then they're like, oh, well, let's just go do the fast forward then. But they didn't see Chris and Alex on that bus. I think they saw Gary and Dave on that bus. They didn't see Chris and Alex. So they're like, oh, Chris and Alex must be going to do the fast forward. So let's not do do it. Mm -hmm. So they, like, kind of whiffled, waffled, wavered. And, of course, Will blames it on Tara. Yeah. He can't do anything wrong. No. That was annoying. So they decide not to do it. Chris and Alex didn't do it. Will and Tara decided not to do it. Um, it turns out nobody, nobody decides to one. do this one. So It would have been cool to see that Buddha, though. Yeah. And place. we don't know what the actual task would have been once they get there. Because it said, climb up and then get your clue. Because mm-hmm. usually it tells you right away, go to this place and do this thing. Maybe the climbing the steps was the task. 268 oh. steps. That's yeah. not a lot. Yeah. True. Chris and Alex do get on that same bus. <laughs> they just get on at a different stop. And then Danny and Oswald leave at 629. And Blake and Paige leave at 632. And they all... Well, Danny and Oswald have already done the fast forward mm-hmm. in a previous leg. And are they the only ones that have? Oh, well, Gary and Dave did mm-hmm. it last one. Okay. Because Blake and Paige also decide not to go for the fast forward. Yeah. So they all find the statue at Repulse Bay pretty easily and get the clue there. And it says, find Murray House. Murray House. Which is like an iconic landmark in Hong Kong. We have to talk about Danny and Oswald. How they went to the hotel to find directions. Oh. So like all of the teams were waiting oh, yeah. there. Yeah. And they'd been there for an hour or so. Mm-hmm. And Danny and Oswald go to this hotel to find directions and they like show up right before... 8.45 Yeah, right opens. before it opens and they like mosey in and all the other teams are like, have you just been like waiting here? How did you? Yeah. And then they're like, little we... did they know we just barely made it. <laughs> yeah. We made it seem like that was on purpose, but <laughs> yeah. they, they really do kind of remind me of Joe and Bill from yeah. last season. I feel like that happened a couple of times with Joe and Bill too, where they just show up and everybody's like, where did they come yeah. from? How are they so good? Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, we just barely made it. and But we're going to make it seem like we know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And all the other teams are talking about how, like, calm Danny and Oswald are. And they're mm-hmm. like, everybody else is freaking out. Mm-hmm. Like, how is Cha-Cha-Cha so zen? <laughs> they really are, though. Yeah. They, I mean, they don't act like it's the end of the world if something bad happens. Yeah. And they're so nice to each other. They're just having fun. Yeah. They're... I really, really liked them in mm-hmm. this episode. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, you'll <laughs> you'll hear other stuff that they do that's so funny. When I think about if I ran the race or when I run the race, <laughs> <laughs> I want to be kind of like them. You know, they actually like mention seeing things. Oh, look at that, or take that in, or you know, mm-hmm. well, we're here. This is so fun, or you know, and they get along, and like I want to do that. But also, I don't think they're aggressive enough. Like, I want to actually compete and try and win. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, it seems to be working for them. They're in the <laughs> top four. Yeah. So. so what happened with Will and Gary? Will, like, pushed Gary. Yeah. When they were going to Murray House. Yeah. And. It didn't seem like there was any reason for it. No. Like, Will just, like, pushed him and then Gary pushed back and was like, don't push me. And the camera people and nobody, like, did anything extra about it or focused yeah. on it well it tara just like, said okay that saved you 12 seconds yeah 
So Tara called out Will because mm-hmm. it was dumb. Yeah. They're running to the Murray house and he just like pushes Gary and Gary's like, don't push me. Tara calls him out. But yeah, Will is so annoying. <laughs> My gosh. Well, they get their clue, which is a detour. <laughs> and the choices are dragon or lion. And dragon is to paddle a dragon boat 600 meters in water and it's designed for a crew of 12 people, so it can be difficult for two people to row this boat by themselves. And lion is to carry a ceremonial lion through a course of streets and stairs, like through the city. And the lion itself is easy to manage, but the course is four times longer. So I figured that out. It's 2,400 meters is about one and a half miles, mm-hmm. which isn't bad. Mm-hmm. And I would probably choose lion oh yeah i for sure would (laughs) if it had to do anything with rowing i Mm -hmm. would i would choose the other one yeah (laughs) maybe not i mean not every time i'm not saying for sure but most of the time if it had if it was against rowing i would do it yeah i a water anything water really yeah this one so when they actually start doing the different things yeah the lion one is so easy yeah they literally just walk and the route is mapped out for them with flags and they just, like, walk really fast, and they yeah. seem to have a really easy time. And, like, when you read the clue, though, it makes it sound like it's through a bustling market, and you can't find where you're going, and it's all these twists and turns. But it's not that hard. No. yeah, I would it, still choose I mean, Lion, though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Gary and Dave and Tara and Will and Chris and Alex all choose to do Dragon, and Danny and Oswald are like, yeah, well, we're doing the other one. Yeah, and they say, our rule of thumb is kind of to just do what everybody else is not doing. Yeah, do like, the we opposite. do the tasks that people are not doing, which has been the case. Yeah. And it's been working out for them. But yeah, they usually they seem to choose the tasks that I would choose. Blake and Paige are like lost in the taxi. Mhm. And they use the taxi driver's cell phone to call the, call the Hong Kong Tourism Board and those people are like you're going the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> And they're so proud of their tactic. They're like, yes, yeah. we are. This is the best. This is the smartest thing we've ever done. Yeah, they're still. They're the only ones that call lost. Yeah. <laughs> well, because they were just, they had a map. They got there in, and their taxi driver didn't know where to go. And they had a map. They're like, head in this direction. And they didn't even have a clue where they were going and just started going. They should have, you know, yeah. asked for Figured directions or before. find a different taxi driver or something. I mean, it, it was a good idea. Yeah. But they were the only ones that didn't go in the right direction in the first place but when they get there they choose dragon i mean lion lion as well and they do it really quickly and it seems pretty easy Mm -hmm. gary and dave struggled a little bit but then they seem to get the hang of it and then Mm -hmm. chris and alex they finish in first and i'm pretty sure tara and will were driving their boat backwards really because like how it had like the front of it had a dragon head and the back of it had a dragon tail the head was in the back and it was like backwards (laughs) But I guess it was fine. They didn't seem to struggle too much with it. Uh, when they finish this detour, they get their route info that says, make your way to Sydney, Australia. Yes. The Opera House. Which everybody is super excited to read. Yes. And me too, because that's where I guessed last episode. We oh, was going. it? Yeah. I didn't remember. I think I, what did I say? I said India or Japan. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think you said another part of China or Japan or something okay. like that. And I guess Australia. So I was right. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of weird how they set this up, though. The detour f- first before they travel and then the roadblock on the other end. Because mm-hmm. 
It doesn't matter who finishes the detour first Mm -hmm. because they're all going to be at the airport at the same time. Yeah. Most likely on the same flights. That's what I was thinking with this episode. I'm glad that they stayed in Hong Kong a little bit longer because there's a lot to do and see there. Mm -hmm. And I like it when they don't travel so much. So when we first started this episode, that's what I was thinking. But then, you know, they just get on a plane and everybody's stuck together again. And it's like, what was the point of them doing that detour? Like, there was no point. I don't know. Yeah. There was, it should have just been like a clue. Yeah. They were cool tasks and like something, quote unquote, authentically Chinese or mm-hmm. Hong Kongian. Hong- well, that is Chinese. Well, China. <laughs> we discovered, remember. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know if it's Hong Kongian. <laughs> I actually have a few things to say later in the episode about something like that. Okay. So. So Chris and Alex finished first, and then Danny and Oswald, who did the lion, and then Tara and Will. So it really seemed like the detours took an equal amount of time. Mm-hmm. And again, it didn't really matter because then they all went to the airport, except for Danny and Oswald. They find yeah. a local to they use his phone. Yeah, they asked to go in his house. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Just this guy, like, watering his bushes. Yeah. <laughs> and they find, I mean, they don't actually get a ticket at this point, though. Because they go to a hotel and ask for a travel agency. Oh, yes. So I don't know why they went in that guy's house. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But, yeah, so everybody's kind of, like, finding different ways to call ahead to get flights or just go directly to the airport to get flights. Mm -hmm. And Danny and Oswald are like, we know we're just going to sit at the airport. Let's go somewhere nice. Yeah, so they went back to that same hotel, didn't they? No, they went to the Mandarin Oriental, which is, like five-star well yeah super fancy hotel. but didn't they go to a hotel to ask directions earlier i don't know if that was so the was same this, one oh. maybe and yeah so they go to that really nice like five-star hotel and they're like fine where's your like best travel agency <laughs> and they're like okay sit in this room and we'll have them come an talk to you in an hour and i'm just like sitting there like oh, i know so- like i would never wait for one <laughs> no. hour i would just go to the airport yeah and they're like, okay, let's go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't care. And they, they buy cologne go shopping. Yeah. and they like spend their race money. Yeah, on and it said, it said at the beginning of this episode they got $100 for, for this leg. And they spent it on like cologne and like we're walking through Gucci Starbucks. and stuff like that. Yeah, Starbucks. He's like, I want to get that mocha thing that you had. He's like, oh, the mocha frappuccino? Yeah, let's go get that. <laughs> They're, like, having the time of their lives. And they walk out, and they're like, I feel like a real person again. Yeah. But, like, what if there was a flight that yeah. left in an hour? Yeah. And making that decision made them yeah. lose that time. So the whole time, I'm just like, this is the end of them. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I, yeah. But it turns out, so they go to the <laughs> back to the hotel, and their travel agency shows up, and they got them some tickets on a flight, and they're not on the same flight as anybody else. Everybody else got a flight that um, connected through Bangkok to Sid- mm-hmm. Sydney. And they're all hovering over the ticket agents like vultures. Mm-hmm. They were just like yeah, right in their faces. And Gary said to Will, <laughs> back off. Don't hover over me. He's like, I'm not hovering. Those two are just like yeah. at each other Well, all did the you hear time. when Gary got to the ticket counter? He's like, oh, yes. We want the same flight as those two deceitful and untrustworthy people. Yeah. And Dave's like, get to the point. <laughs> The girl at the ticket counter, I actually paused it right there to take some notes, and her face was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you really did. Like, he's... They don't care. <laughs> yeah. Deceitful 
people. She's like, um, okay. Whatever. I'll get your tickets so you can get out of my face. Yeah. What time were their flights through Bangkok that they left and connected? I don't know, but I do know that Danny and Oswald left two hours later. Mm-hmm. So and they had a layover in Singapore. Singapore. Which is closer to Australia. Yeah. So, like, you see, like, yeah. the graphic where mm-hmm. it's the the two lines leaving from Hong Kong and then separating and going to Bangkok and Singapore and then going down to Sydney together. And mm-hmm. so it's like, who's going to be? Because you think, I think the whole time Danny and Oswald are getting there way later than everybody. Yeah. And then it, like, goes to Sydney Airport and pops up Danny, Danny Oswald. Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> the first ones to get there and i'm just like yes <laughs> i'm so happy <laughs> yes that was my favorite part that yeah. was good tv right and there. they like are still so calm they're just like okay like, we don't do know we if we're here first or last or whatever but so what they're supposed to be doing is make their way to the steps of the sydney opera house which is obviously very well known and very easy to get to because everybody knows exactly where it is mm-hmm. when they get there the clue is a roadblock And the task is to do a walking tour of Sydney following the clues written in Australian slang. So the the clue says, who can speak good Australian? Oswald chooses to do the task, but it's very important that you don't go back to your partner until the clue says to go back to your partner. Yeah, the very first clue says that. Return to your partner when the clue tells you to. Yeah. So the first one is something like, the first clue is to check out the surfy in the Larry Dax. And so you're just supposed to like find somebody find a to local. help you what the slang is. And it turns out that's like a surfer in co- colorful pants. Colorful pants. Colorful trousers. Yeah. Trousers. Well. <laughs> and so you get to that surfer and he gives you another one and it's the same thing. You know, just some slang. You ankle to, biter. Ankle biter, which is a little a kid. A little kid. I wrote them all down. Sheila in an Aussie Kazi. That's a girl in a bathing suit. And then a bushy. Which is somebody from the countryside. Uh-huh. And then the last person, he gives you a clue that says return to your teammates. Yes. So, yeah. Oswald does the task, and he is pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. He seems to not have a hard time getting people to help him out. Or it's finding raining. It. Yeah, it's raining. Um, and then Dave does it. Yeah, Dave, Alex, Blake, and Will. Then when they get their last clue, it says return to your teammate and go to the Museum of Modern Art. The roof of the Museum of Contemporary Art. Oh, Contemporary Art, yeah. And yeah, so Danny and Oswald. I love that Danny was hiding. I don't think any of the other teams even knew he was there. Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't catch that. Yeah, he was staying out of the way. None of them even knew that they were there. Yeah, because none of them said, oh, they're already here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, they got there and he... Like, even when Oswald showed up, they didn't even, like, yeah. see the other teammates. Nope. Yeah, that's smart. So, they... And had... they were the first to arrive. Yep. And they got a prize. Yes. And it was weird, though, because, Phil, like, the winners of this leg of the race will receive mm-hmm. a seven-night cruise on Royal Caribbean. Yeah. And... Which is weird, because we haven't had one since the first leg. Yeah. And he usually doesn't, like, announce that until... They step on and say, as the winners of this leg of the race, you win a prize from Royal Caribbean. It was weird. Yeah, that ship, though. Royal Caribbean ships are insane these days. They're, like, Mm -hmm. huge. And they're basically, like, floating cities. And they're wild. So when I saw that one, that was probably, like, the coolest ship back in 2002. (laughs) And now that's considered super old. and Yeah. It might not even be running anymore. (laughs) I think it does, actually. But 
people are not fighting each other to get on the Voyager of the Seas. <laughs> but I'm glad they got first place and they won a mm-hmm. prize. So then we go back to the other teams and Gary and Dave. So Dave is doing it and he does pretty good at it and he gets back to Gary. Well, c- no, because Will and Blake come back first. So Gary is like, what's happening? Oh, okay. Dave is doing something wrong because he yeah. left first and he's not back yet. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. So the last three teams are kind of starting it out at the same time. Uh-huh. And Will and Blake don't read the clue all the way. Yep. And they do that first one, the Surfy and the Larry and the Jacks. Yeah. And <laughs> they go right back to their teammate. Mm-hmm. And they don't finish the whole task. Tara even says, she's like, are you sure you did that right? Yeah. Like, did you read the clue all the way? And Will said, yeah. <laughs> so then together, Tara and Will go to the other ones. And so do Blake and Paige go to the other ones. Which is so dumb. Yeah. Would you when not have they known ever by like the second clue yeah. that that sends you to another clue that sends you to another clue like oh yeah this isn't right. But yeah, when have you ever when has a team ever finished a roadblock together? Well, I think they thought the roadblock was over. Yeah. It was so weird and so yeah, something's not right. So oh yeah, you're right. So when Dave got back and he was like later than everybody else yeah and gary's like they're already back they already came back and he's like how yeah he's like i don't get what's happening what happened i don't get it so confused yeah but they just continued to the pit stop which was good yes and they checked in second because when (laughs) the other two teams got to that last one the guy with the parrot it was like the guy from the bush it was like return to your teammate and make your way to the pit stop and they're all like oh Uh, yeah their faces Return to your teammate. Yeah. What? And then Tara was like, Well, you didn't do yeah. it right. And You're such an idiot. I told you to read it. I would be upset with my teammate too, but she's so negative. And then when it happens to Blake and Paige, you know, she's annoyed, but she's not like rude to Blake. So Tara and Paige have to just sit there and Wait Will and Blake have to do it again. <laughs> and yeah, that's so frustrating. And then they know at this point they're the last two. But it probably is comforting knowing that there was somebody else that messed up. Mm -hmm. But it was the fact that Blake came back at the same time that Will was like, oh, I must have done it right because Blake's back too. Mm -hmm. So they saw each other Mm -hmm. and were like, okay, we're good. Mm -hmm. If it was one, then maybe they would have been, maybe they would have read it again. I don't know. But meanwhile, Chris and Alex are team two at the pit stop and Gary and Dave are team three. Oh, so I got that wrong. I kind of forgot about Chris and Alex for a second. <laughs> yeah. I said Gary and Dave checked in second, but it was oh, Chris and Alex. Yeah. Chris and Alex and then Gary and Dave. Yeah. Read the clues. Mm-hmm. All the way. I How I can't you? even send an email without reading it like 15 times. Why would you start doing a task <laughs> without finishing the clue? And yeah, I would read it like several times. Yeah. But. When you're in a hurry, I guess. I don't know. And then, so those last two teams are making their way to that museum. The other ones, it seems like it's close enough that they can just walk there. Yeah. But these two teams get in a taxi. Yeah. And they start going the wrong way. And they both kind of get lost. And wouldn't the taxi just drop them off at the front door? When they got out of the taxi, they still had to run. Yeah, I think both of them were just like, let us out here and we'll find it. Yeah. Anyway, so Blake and Paige have a harder time finding it. So Will and Tara arrive. Team four. Blake and Paige arrive thinking that they're, well, they know that they're last. They're not, like, super disappointed because they're hoping it's a Mm non-elimination, and it is. And then Blake 
was so off on a weird oh, tangent. Yeah. This one made me cringe. Oh. She's just the best girl. If I can find a wife that's just like her, I'll be so lucky. Yeah. And if I found a girl like her, I'd be married. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Don't say that about your sister. <laughs> <laughs> she can be a nice girl. You don't have to mention marriage. Yeah. So she should not be in the same sentence. No. She is nice, but you're her brother, and that's just so... It was a little awkward. It was awkward, and I feel like everybody standing there was like, um, uh. okay. <laughs> and yeah. so normally this would be the end of the episode. Yeah. But we're, we're only halfway through. Yet. We're only halfway. <laughs> I was wondering if it would just be an extra long leg, but it's two legs. They well, just was, combined. When I saw the length of the episode, I thought it would be like one of the ones where it's like, and you we keep are continuing. Racing. Yeah. Here's your next clue. Keep going. Yeah. No, it wasn't. They had the 12 hour rest period. So, do we have any more thoughts about the first half of the episode? Or did we cover everything? Basically, we love Danny and Oswald. Mm-hmm. They came out the, the literal winners and the winners of our hearts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was a. Like we said, it was just kind of weird how they had to just do a few things in Hong Kong and then get on a flight and finish and in the middle of a leg. Yeah. Which is kind of, yeah, I didn't like that much, but I'm glad we're down in Australia. We haven't been there yet, mm-hmm. this series. Oh, and did you, Sydney, did you find information? Oh, else? yeah, I did. I guess we do have something. Sydney is the capital of the state of New South Wales, but it's not the capital of Australia. The capital of Australia, I swear, is a capital I've never heard of. Canberra? Canberra. <laughs> Nobody ever talks about that or says that. <laughs> Melbourne, maybe, yeah. would be the second choice, or Adelaide. or yeah. yeah. I've never, I wouldn't have ever been able to say that answer if I was, like, quizzed on that. Anyways, so. It's just the capital of the state of New South Wales. It's the most populous city in Australia and Oceania. And it has, it's, as of 2021, has 5.2 million people in Greater Sydney, which is 66% of the state's population. Wow. Average. It's a big state, too. So, yeah. That's a lot of people. I in. think it's the most populous state in Australia. Maybe. I can't actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, like geographically, like the size of it is big. So, mm-hmm. if 66% is concentrated in one city, mm-hmm. there's not that many people outside of it. Yeah. Aboriginal Australians have inhabited that region for 30,000 years. And there's... Seriously? Yeah. I didn't even know people went back that long. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And there's Aboriginal engraving and cultural sites throughout the city that you can still see and that are protected. James Cook arrived in 1770... And in 1788, the first fleet of convicts arrived because it was like a... A prison like, colony. Yeah, a British penal colony. And the first European settlement in Australia. So once again, colonizers <laughs> came in the 1700s and ruined their lives. <laughs> After World War II, there was a mass migration to Sydney and... It says by 2021, over 40% of the population was born overseas. Hmm. So 40% of the population of Sydney wasn't born there. And not even in Australia. Yeah. Overseas. Overseas. That's interesting. So a lot of migration into the city. It's one of the most expensive cities in the world, but it ranks as one of the top 10 most livable cities in the world. 
even though it's most expensive. It hosted the 2000 Summer Olympics. It's one of the top 15 most visited cities of the world. And it has over 2.5 million acres of nature reserves and parks in the city. That is somewhere... I've always wanted to go to Australia. Mm -hmm. But just like the cost and the time it takes to get there is a hurdle. I would love, love to go there, obviously. It's like if you're going to go there, you have to make... You have to like go for like a, a month. And... Put in, you know, like Singapore and New Zealand and, Mm -hmm. you know, make a whole trip out of it Mm because it's a long way to go and really expensive to go for one place. For like a week, yeah. Yeah. You'd get there and have to turn around and come back. Yeah. If you did like a month right around that area, Mm -hmm. that'd be like the best trip. There's cruises actually that kind of do a few ports in Australia and then go over to New Zealand. and That'd be cool. Yeah. Can maybe fit in Antarctica. I don't think so. Not from there. You go to Antarctica from the, the southern point of Argentina. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Those would have to be two different trips. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully when we are on the race, we get to go to Australia. <laughs> yes. Because other than that, it'd be hard to get there. Yeah. Flights there are very expensive. Mm-hmm. That's Sydney, Australia. <laughs> Sydney, Australia. Australia. I have, there's somebody in my neighborhood that's from Australia. Really? I love listening to him talk. Oh, when Blake was doing the <laughs> the um, roadblock, every person that he talked to, he had he tried to do like... Did an Austra- night? <laughs> yeah. He, and he, like even when he wasn't saying Australian slang, he was like, had a weird accent. <laughs> and was, he was wearing his blazer again this episode. Uh, I was yeah. like, what is that? His ugly blazer. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) all right, so let's move on to the second half. So Oswald and Danny are the first to leave at 8.26 p.m., and the clue is to climb the Sydney Harbor Bridge, um, and they have to go to the Sydney Bridge Climb Building and sign up for a slot because only one team can go at a time, and the bridge doesn't open until 5.45 a.m. They know that they need to make their way to the company building to put their name on the wait list and be the first person on the list Mm -hmm. but then they have all night to do nothing yes which is annoying yes (laughs) but some people make the best of it and some people yeah suffer because the weather turns bad they start it starts to rain Mm -hmm. so danny and oswald they go there they put their name on the list and they're like let's go to this really nice hotel (laughs) they love really nice hotels And they tell the concierge, hey, can we just, we just checked out, but we're waiting for our flight. Can we just leave our bags here? And they're like, we kind of lied to him because we told him, you know, we just checked out. we were here. And And so they kind of just hang out in this really nice lobby on these really nice chairs. Just sleep in the chairs. (laughs) Which is so smart. I'm like, I, that's a good. You would think after a few hours, so the people are like, okay. When is that flight? But they didn't kick him out. They they stayed there all night. Yeah. Chris and Alex are the second to leave at 9, 10 p.m. And they want to do the fast forward. Okay. Let's talk about all this fast forward stuff before we jump back to the rest of the teams. Okay. Because there's like, it kind of like goes back and forth between okay. all that. So the night before, Chris and Alex, Tara and Will, and Blake and Paige had a conversation about the fast forward. Mm-hmm. And Chris and Alex and Tara and Will said that they were not going to do it. And Blake and Paige said that they wanted to do it. But then Chris pulled Paige aside privately and said, we're actually going to do it. Trying to give him a heads up. But Blake and Paige thought that they were lying. 
So they're like, Chris and Alex didn't want Tara it. and Will to know that they were going to do it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want Blake and Paige to get behind. And they were being nice to them. Yeah. And they told them. But Blake and Paige, yeah, I thought they were lying. Like, we think they're lying, so we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. And luckily in this case, like, going to try for the fast forward doesn't hurt them. Because mm-hmm. they have all night to yeah. wait for the next thing to open up. And they were going to be last... To sign up for the bridge anyway. Mm-hmm. So it worked out. So they go and do the fast forward. But Chris and Alex already have gone and done it. And the fast forward was to find Harry's Cafe. It's like like a food truck. Yeah. And eat the meat pie. And it looked delicious. It did. <laughs> so that was like an easy task. That was a very yeah. easy fast forward. And then but they, they had to pay for it. <laughs> Oh, did they? Yeah. They said like $10 or something. Hmm. He's like, I need a Coke to wash this down. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of big. <laughs> but they um, get the clue that they can go to the pit stop, which is the Aboriginal camp in the Australian outback near Cooper PD. Which is near Adelaide. Mm-hmm. So they have to fly to Adelaide and then get on a charter flight. And one of them said, we're wicked smart. Yeah. <laughs> We're from Boston and we're wicked smart. <laughs> and I can't tell if it was a joke or if he was just saying that to like be a stereotypical. I think he really talks like that. <laughs> I don't think it was a joke. <laughs> okay, so this is where I kind of went down a little rabbit hole. Because I was like, okay, someone from Boston, what are they called? Are they a Bostoner, a Bostonite? Bostonian. Or a Bostonian. Okay, so then I was like, huh. What are people from other cities called? I just learned what a Sydney person is. Did you look that up? No. Okay, I'll tell you after. Well, I only did like American cities. Okay, so we're from Utah, so Salt Laker is a New Yorker and San Franciscan. Like, those Mm -hmm. are ones that are pretty easy. But somebody from Orlando is an Orlandoan. But like San Francisco ends with an O. So why are they a San Franciscan? But it's not an Orlandan. It's an Orlandoan. Mm. What's a Los Angeles? I'll get to that one. Okay. <laughs> or a Turon- Torontonian. Not a Torontan. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, so then there's Denverite, Dallasite, Miamian, St. Louisan. Those were some of the other ones that were kind of interesting. But my somebody from Los Angeles is an Angelino. Huh. Angelino. And somebody from Phoenix is a Phoenician. Phoenician? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's what like what's that word from? What do I think of something else of Phoenician? Phoenician. It sounds like Venetian. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. That one was It's fancy. I know. I'm a Phoenician. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I spent like twenty minutes like searching for all of these things. So what do you think a person from Sydney is called? A let's see, Sydneyer, no, Sydneyite, no, Sydneyan. Well, I got I got to double check my answer because <laughs> now I'm like questioning myself. Oh, somebody from oh. Jacksonville is a Jackson villain, but they spell it like V I L L I A N, like a villain. I don't know if that's like just the name that they, like a funny name that they yeah. came up with themselves, or if that's what it's really called. But huh. Jackson villain. Okay, so what did you say? You think a Sydney person is S- a Sydney? Well, I know it's not going to be right because. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. You're not going to get it. Okay, just tell me. A Sydney cider. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. 
Sydneyite. I <laughs> probably would have said Sydneyite. Yeah, I would. Sydneyan is what I would have said. Sydneyan, Sydney cider, obsidian. That's what, yeah. I don't, anyway. Okay, <laughs> so there we go. You <laughs> you learned a little bit today. Yeah. <laughs> that is interesting. An Angelino, and a Phoenician. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> After Oswald and Danny sign up, Gary and Dave are the second, Tara and Will are third, Tara and Will are third, and then Gary and Dave go outside and start asking for money. Mm -hmm. Like, what was that all about? Yeah, they say we're low on funds. We need some more money. Because then they didn't, like, use it for a hotel or anything. They just slept outside. Yeah. They must have been really low. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. And then Tara and Will, they check into, like, a hotel or a hostel or... Yeah, I Something. think a hostel because yeah. it was like per person, not per room. Yeah. And it was like the backpack mm-hmm. hotel or something was the name of it. And Blake and Paige sleep on the ground. Outside. And it rained. And it starts to rain. <laughs> so they make the way inside something. I don't know. It was like under a little mm-hmm. overhang or something. It, looks, um, it didn't look fun. No. Yeah, Gary and Dave were outside too. Mm-hmm. The morning comes and they get to the bridge and start climbing. And so they go like 10 minutes apart between teams. It's 200 steps. And it's really high. That is pretty high. <laughs> and Will and, is afraid because he doesn't like heights. Uh-huh. But everybody else... Well, the whole time I was thinking about America's Next Top Model. I'm pretty sure that's the second time we've referenced that on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's my other favorite reality show. Yeah. Because <laughs> they go do like a photo shoot on top of this bridge. I don't remember that. Have you watched all the seasons? I haven't watched recent ones i watched like old it's ones an old it was jasmine do you remember oh, her okay yeah that was her season hmm. i just don't remember that um yeah photo shoot. <laughs> the clue that they get at the top of the bridge is to fly to adelaide and then take a charter flight to cooper cooper i bro- i think it's cooper with a b yeah. yeah cooper pd and find the metal tree and so they kind of they have to figure out what the metal tree is well, okay, so and then Chris and Alex, they finish their fast forward, and but they still have to save, take the same charter flights as everybody yeah. else. That would be so annoying to me. And I don't think they know that. No. Because they're like, this is going to put us way ahead of the pack. Yeah. For the last few legs. Like, we're going to be, like, way ahead. Yep. And then they get there, and they're like, we're f- first for mm-hmm. what? Like, the first charter flight? And then they realize that everybody else mm-hmm. is coming on those same charter flights. And they're like, how, how far apart are they? Like 10 or 15 minutes. 15 minutes. The charter flights. And they're just on the first one with another team. Yeah. Because there are only two teams per charter. They don't have to do the clue, like any of the tasks. Once they once they get there, yeah. But that would still be very annoying. Mm-hmm. And they realize that then. And they're mm-hmm. kind of frustrated. Also, when they land, they have to wait till 1 p.m. for the first f- charter flight to leave. Oh, yeah. When they land in Adelaide. Yeah. So that would be frustrating to use your fast forward. They're still ahead, but not as far ahead as they had hoped. And yeah, they're getting down to the end. There's only going to be mm-hmm. four teams after this. Chris did a didgeridoo impression at the airport. And did was, you hear that? It, it was, was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, whoa, that actually sounded a lot like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like Chris. He is not very talkative. No, he's kind of like... Brennan yeah. from the last season. But taller and cuter to me, I think. I think Chris <laughs> is cuter than Alex for sure. And if Alex chomps his gum oh one more gosh, time, I, know. I seriously, the whole time, he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his mouth wide open. 
They do that. Well, Danny and Oswald are. Oh, yes. They do the stairs. They get the clue. Danny and Oswald get on the first charter flight with Chris and Alex. Well, they have to go to Adelaide first. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they all get to. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) They have to go to Adelaide and then they get to Adelaide and then they they sign up for the charter. Yeah. Okay, so the first one is Chris and Alex and Danny and Oswald, right? Yes. Okay. Well, okay, that is interesting, though, because Danny and Oswald did get an earlier flight than everybody else. Mm-hmm. They got on a 710 flight, and everybody else is on an 810 flight. Mm-hmm. So that was important. Okay. We did have to go back. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because, okay, yeah, because then once Danny and Oswald were the second team on the first charter flight, then... All the other ones were scrambling to get on that second flight. Mm -hmm. Because there would only be one team on the third flight. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Gary and Dave were the last one to arrive. So they were on the third flight by themselves. Mm -hmm. Tara and not happy about it. And Blake and Paige were on the second flight. I wouldn't be happy about it either. I know. But it's only 15 minutes. And while they're waiting, they figure out what the metal tree and this big winch are. Mm -hmm. And... They all find it. And they get to Cooper PD, and it is hot. Yeah. They, like, step off the plane, and they're all like, holy cow. <laughs> yeah, immediately, they're like. <laughs> well, they said it was 130 degrees. 130 degrees. That is brutal. Yeah. So this this says that Cooper PD is a town in northern South Australia, which is a state. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, confused for a second. South Australia is the state. Okay, okay. It's in the north of the that north of state. The south. Which is 526 miles north of Adelaide. So that's why they took a charter. Okay. It's sometimes referred to as the opal capital of the world because of how many opals that are mined there, which we'll get to. Mm -hmm. And it's renowned for its below-ground dwellings because people live... Renowned or renowned? Is it renowned? I don't know. Renowned? What did I say? You said renowned. Huh. Yeah, that's probably not right. (laughs) Renowned. Re- okay, that, I don't know why. I feel like I've never even like read that word. <laughs> That's so weird. Okay, renowned for its below ground dwellings because people live underground because it's so Cause freaking so hot. hot. Yeah. <laughs> In 2016, it says there was only 1,762 people. So it's not very big or no. populated. And it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's literally like the driest place I've ever seen, I feel like. Well, they go to the driest golf course in the world. Yeah. That was... <laughs> ugly. Yeah. Like, why would you even put a golf course here? I guess here? it has its own beauty. I shouldn't say ugly. I know. It just... Really, it's... Dry. Very dry. <laughs> we live in Utah. We know what dry is like, except for not this winter, because mm-hmm. we had a lot of snow. Yeah. So Chris and Alex head straight to the pit stop, and they check in as team number one, and they win a trip to Cancun. Mm-hmm. So we have two prizes, two legs in a row. On the same episode. Yeah. And we haven't had one for the last six episodes. So Very weird. I know. What's the... There's, like, no rhyme or reason. Yeah. I guess they're just waiting to maybe reward the top teams with yeah. prizes. That makes sense. But Danny and Oswald go to the clue, and it's a detour. The choices are cool down or heat up. And cool down is you have to go down in an opal mine and dig for an opal you have to find a real opal and take it to the miner and he has to like check it and make sure it's real 
and it's hard work, but it's cooler because you're down in the mines. Mm -hmm. And then heat up is you have to play three holes of golf on the driest course in the world in 130 degree heat, <laughs> and you can't tell what hole goes to what tee, and <laughs> if it's not obvious, <clears throat> you can tell which one I would pick. Oh, yeah, I would choose the mining for sure. I'm terrible at golfing. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually really golfed before. No. I've done like I've a done driving top range. Golf. Yeah. yeah. And, and so. mini golf. And I hate mini golf. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I would have chosen mining as well. But it seems hard because they kind of have a hard time it finding does, it. Yeah. Both of them are hard tasks. Mm-hmm. So Danny and Oswald choose mining. And then right after them is Will and Tara. And they also choose mining. And they choose mining. And then Blake, Blake and, and Paige, Paige choose golfing because they say their dad is a golfer. Yeah. And then the last charter arrives and it's Gary and Dave and they choose mining as well. Yes. Yeah, it seems... Both of them see, seem pretty miserable. But the one underground doesn't seem so hot. It's just time, time consuming. Yeah. Because it's just basically like a rock heap that they're... Just like sifting through. Sifting, yeah. And trying to find... They have to take a one of the rocks to this guy that's sitting there. And he has like... <laughs> his shirt is just unbuttoned and his, like his pot belly is just sticking out. <laughs> the funniest... I don't even know who it is. Which I think it's Will brings him one. He's like, is this one? He's like, no. He's like, what is it? A rock? <laughs> yeah, just, what is it? It's a rock. <laughs> it was so funny when he said that. What is it? A rock. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, and Will wants to switch like five minutes in. Yeah. And they do find something. And they get mad at the guy. They're like, that's Opal. That's that's Opal. And he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Blake and Paige, they do a couple of holes. It was it was Danny and Oswald. Oh. That he said, it's an Opal. No, it's not. What is it? A rock. <laughs> oh, so funny. Um, so when Blake and Paige are doing the golfing, it looks so hot and miserable. But their first few holes are wrong. Yeah. Because it's from the wrong T to the wrong... I don't understand, really. The T is supposed to be to a specific hole, but they go to the wrong hole from that Yeah, tea. like, you have to use a map. But because there's, like, no trees or, like, no way to, like, mm-hmm. mark what hole, it, it you can't tell which... Yeah, and you only have one ball and you can't lose it. Mm-hmm. That would be... <laughs> I would be really... I'd probably lose it right away. that, yeah. Um, but they eventually get the hang of it and they do it. They do end up getting the next clue first. Mm-hmm. They finish first. And the clue is to find lookout two of the breakaways. Yeah. But we'll come back to that because we have to go back down into this mine mm-hmm. with Will complaining the whole time. The whole time. And he's like, let's just switch. Let's just switch. And Tara's like, no, we're not switching. Like, yeah. we've already been doing this for 30 minutes. We're not switching. Mm-hmm. Danny and Oswald been there longer but they're not like as frustrated they're just like we're we're gonna do it we got to do it and yeah. oswald's like oh this is so hard and denny's like well we just gotta do it you know mm-hmm. and they do it um gary and dave they do start, decide to twi- yeah. twitch yeah switch <laughs> they start doing it and they decide to switch so they have to make their way to that golf course and they get there and dave is left-handed and there's no left-handed clubs <laughs> like, wait i'm a lefty <laughs> so he has to make do and Gary and it looks like Gary has never swung a club in his whole life. <laughs> they should have just stayed. That was yeah. like that was not smart. They should have stayed. Danny and Oswald find an opal. Will and Tara find an opal, and they head to 
What was the clue? Look out two of the... The breakaways. Mm -hmm. And once they're there, that's a roadblock. Mm -hmm. And the roadblock is a boomerang throw. And this looks really hard. It does look really hard. I've never understood how boomerangs work. Mm -mm. What does it say? What does the clue say? This person has to... I... It didn't... It didn't say or I didn't hear. Yeah. I I agree. I don't think... Because usually it's like, this person has to be good with blah, blah, blah or something. Yeah. Have keen eyes and strong hands. You know? Like something cryptic that... Yeah. (laughs) But it didn't really say. So Paige does the throwing. Mm Mm-hmm. And Oswald and Tara... Yes, I knew they can throw as many times as they need to, but if another team shows up, then they have to take turns and just throw one yeah. at a time. So what they have to do is throw the boomerang. They have to stand in a circle, throw mm-hmm. the boomerang, and it has to come back and land within their circle. Mm-hmm. And that looks hard. Yeah, yeah. And only one person can be in the circle at a time, so mm-hmm. they have to take turns. And they have to do it over and over and over <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get it. One... <laughs> The guy that's, like, showing Paige how to do it, he's like, flick the wrist. And then Blake's like, don't do it so much with your wrist. She's like, like, he told me to. Yeah. And so this is another example where we're like, this is not a rule yet that the person, your teammate can't help with the roadblock. Because Blake's just given her so many instructions and so many, (laughs) like, he's talking the whole time. So obviously it's not a rule yet because they would have gotten big trouble. (laughs) Paige does finish first. And the pit stop... The, so the next clue is to go to the pit stop, which is just like a short hike from where they're at. Mm-hmm. So they go there. <laughs> and Tara, Tara finishes next. And thank goodness she did it. Like, why do I feel like if Will did this, they would have been there for mm-hmm. five hours? Mm-hmm. Or he would have been complaining the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But they're team number three. And then Oswald finishes and he's team number four. Mm-hmm. And or their team number four, and then Gary and Dave finish the golfing and then come and do the boomerang and and they check in last. They know they're their last. And Dave's like, I'm never gonna speak to you again. <laughs> He's yeah. like, he like gives him a hug. I'm probably never gonna talk to you again. But <laughs> this was fun. And again, was that a joke? Or yeah, I'm like, it didn't seem it didn't. <laughs> like a joke to me. It seemed like he was pretty serious, and I probably would feel the same way. Gary was not a very good partner. That, yeah, that was a very odd pairing, and just, like, they must have been taking a chance, like, the race, uh-huh. the cast people are like, let's let's find these people that just, like, hardly even know each other and don't even like each see other. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and they did way better than I thought they would. They did, yeah. The whole time, yeah, we were kind of just saying we hope that they're the next team to leave. I didn't mind Dave. Dave's was yeah. fine. Gary was definitely more annoying just his offhanded comments just rubbed me the wrong way Mm -hmm. and his negativity yeah and i didn't really hear much of that from dave well after the race okay well first of all gary was born in 1968 he's 54 it's like only two years older than our parents younger that's what i mean two years younger than our parents (laughs) wow he didn't look that old no i mean at the time he would have been 38 30 no 34 Okay, he did look 34 then. (laughs) It's just weird that that was 20 years ago and that people have aged since then. Yeah. (laughs) They should stay the exact same. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But their their average place was 3.89. It's pretty good. They took ninth in the first leg, so that was their worst. And then it was fifth, third, second, fifth, second, first, third, 
and fifth again when they were eliminated. So they made it to the top five. Yeah, they were fifth place overall. But they got three three point. So they should have made it one more leg, but to like be consistent with their average. Yeah. They did pretty good. Yeah. They're the first team to switch detours twice. I don't remember what their first one I was that they switched. Oh, I think it was the the hang gliding and the oh, beach. Oh, yeah, they started with the beach. The and immediately metal detector. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. So after the race, Gary actually worked for The Amazing Race in season five as a story producer. I'm not exactly sure what that means. And that was basically all I could find about him. He does have a Facebook, but there's no like pictures of his face just like kind of articles and he has a twitter that has no tweets and his instagram is private and so he doesn't want people to know about him (laughs) but dave on the other hand has a lot of content on his social media so he's a freelance journalist and his facebook says that he lives in kiev ukraine and he was there when russia invaded and he's been like reporting on ukraine and russia pretty heavily the last year and i think maybe now he lives in budapest interesting and before ukraine possibly lived in turkey so he's like lived abroad and does a lot of reporting and wow has a couple of podcasts and stuff like that so he seems like a really interesting guy like his content is is really interesting pretty good we're we're gonna maybe reach out to him and yeah. See if he'll answer some questions. <clears throat> I like think we... if he stopped talking to Gary after the race. <laughs> yeah, I want to know that. I really do want to know. Huh. That's a very cool. That's a very interesting life. Mm-hmm. That would be a very interesting person to get to know more. I wonder if he watches The Amazing Race still or even cares about it anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Like some of these people, like the last 10 seasons, every single person that does The Amazing Race has like an Instagram following and then does uh-huh. a podcast and... But, like, the first, you know, 10, 20 seasons, it's like... That was just something they did in their yeah. life. This, we did fun. this cool thing, and mm-hmm. now my life is... We've moved on. And Yeah. I think we mentioned in a previous episode that we were going to reach out to Shola and Dween. Oh, yeah. We did, and they are not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally fine. It was... They were very nice about it. <laughs> yeah, they were very professional and nice. I just wanted to keep you updated because we just said we'll reach out to Dave. I'm just filling you in on what happened with the <laughs> reaching out to Shola and Dwayne. They said, no, thank you. Again, like, you know, they did this 20 years ago and they're mm-hmm. probably just like, we don't even care about that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just... Yeah. It was fun and it was... We're doing other things now. Yeah. So. <laughs> We still love you, Shola and Dween. Yeah, we do. Okay, well, I'm glad they're not in the race anymore. I didn't want them to win, necessarily. Yes. We have four teams left, and let's see, four legs left. So there are probably, I think there was, what, one more non-elimination? Or maybe even two. I think you said two. Two more non-elimination legs, which makes it feel like it drags on at the Mm -hmm. end a lot, but... It's good. Yeah, they should do more non-eliminations towards the beginning. I think so, too. To give people more of a chance and get to know the teams better. Mm-hmm. I agree. The first leg should always be non-elimination. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, too. But then people wouldn't 
people would hard. do that, but maybe sometimes they should do the first yeah. Vegas non-elimination. So I was right about being in Australia. Where do you think they're going next? Okay. So we came from Thailand, Hong Kong, Australia. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's nothing really in between Australia and, like, America going the same direction. So I feel like they still have to go back. Yeah. So. We're so far away from anything. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say Europe again. Yeah. We, we haven't even hit Europe at all. So. We still have four lakes. Maybe somewhere, like, in Eastern Europe. Like, Russia. When you could still go there. Yeah. <laughs> or, I don't know, Hungary or. Something like that. Yeah. I think that they're going to go to Perth from where they so, are now. Okay, another part of Australia. And then do, in the, like, travel in the middle of the lake again to Europe. Eastern Europe. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like they're in the middle of nowhere in yeah, Australia right it's now. It's like Australia is kind of like you have to go a long way to get anywhere. So yeah. it could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe... Maybe something like in Israel or mm, yeah. like Middle East area or yeah. something. I just want to watch the next episode right now and find <laughs> out. <laughs> that was a fun double episode. This is a long podcast episode. We hope you guys yes. have stuck with us to the end. Yeah, this is a good episode to recap. I think it was a fun one. They don't do the doubles very much, but no. The, it looks like the finale is going to be a double as well. So okay, we have four episodes left, but the last yeah, one's a nine, double. 10, 11. Nine, 10, 11. No, three episodes left, but four legs. Yeah. Okay. So we are almost done. We're more than halfway done with season two, and it's been a good one. And keep following along. We have. An email address that you can email us, ask us questions, give us suggestions, and that is theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. And our Instagram is theamazingrewatch. And our Facebook, it's a Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. And I think that's all. Yeah, so reach out to us, follow us, share the podcast, rate, review, comment, all that stuff. It's very helpful. Guys, we like have listeners all over the world. Oh, yeah. We just checked our stats. We've had people listen from Singapore, India, Australia, Canada. Cambodia. Cambodia. Like New Zealand. Crazy. (laughs) It's fun. So we want to hear from you guys what you think. And it's really, really cool to think that other people are listening because, you know, like we said from the beginning, like if we were just doing this for just us and talking to each other, (laughs) we'd still be having fun. fun. (laughs) But it's cool to know that people all over are listening to us. And yeah. Hopefully you're enjoying it. Keep sharing, keep listening. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So reach out. Thanks. 